A lot of people are skipping the New Year's resolutions this year. But with 2020 behind us, a lot of us are ready to take a look at some bad habits, either ones we developed during the pandemic as coping mechanisms or ones that we've always wanted to get rid of. Self-discipline is one of the hardest things to tackle, but one of the most important, and it's big in any year. We're taking a look at last year's Self-Discipline 101 episode for some tried and true techniques with a few new twists. Attention, everyone. Get your boots on and get ready today because I'm Drill Sergeant Lene. You know, you got to be a little more convincing than that, Lene. If you're going to be a drill sergeant, I need a little more staccato in your voice. Dun, 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 dun. I am Drill Sergeant Lene, and we are getting in shape today. Ooh, all like right. I like it. So that's what we're imagining today, huh? Not just getting in shape per se, but we're actually imagining ourselves making some overall changes that will turn our lives in the right direction and keep ourselves on track. Yeah, because it's not just good enough to get there. We got to stay, stay there. there. But at the same time, Sandy, why is it so hard to do the right thing? <laughs> why is it that everything we're supposed to do is not the stuff that we want to do and that's fun to do? Well, I think it's not because we don't know what to do because there's <laughs> we know what a to ton do. of information. Okay, so let me case in point. So this is an Imagine Yourself episode on self-discipline, if you haven't already guessed that. <laughs> yes. So I'm doing a little research. I find this cool website, entrepreneur.com, because if anybody has got discipline, it's entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs would, yes. Successful ones do. So I'm reading some self-discipline tips on this website, which hopefully I'll be able to pass a few of them along. But while I'm doing that, I'm wanting a snack. So I find these crackers that I bought that are healthy, well, healthier, you know, they're baked, they've got natural ingredients in them. And that's fine if you're going to eat a couple of them. But I ate so many, I had crumbs on my shirt. I literally (laughs) had to change my shirt (laughs) because I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm reading and I'm eating. You ever do that? Oh, and that's that mindless eating. That's the way to get you. So you went overboard on your... On the crackers. You're trying to get inspiration. (laughs) And here I am eating crackers. So even as we prepared for this podcast, I was exhibiting a complete lack of self-discipline. Well, okay. Let's just do a questionnaire real quick for those listening, because everybody has a different one. And I know you and I have talked about some of ours being about fitness and eating right and healthy things like that. But for other people listening, everybody has their own particular one, right? So I want anyone to out there name out loud your particular do the right thing issue. Okay. Now, if you're just somewhere where other people are, and you can't say it to yourself, <laughs> say it in your brain, you're in your car driving, yeah. just scream it. Yeah. What's yours? Identify what's yours. And like, do you really actually want to make that change? Do you really believe in the benefits that will come from that change? Do you need some help achieving mm. that change? <laughs> I think most of us it's yeah, I put that on a Facebook the yes. question. Okay. And a lot of the answers were the same fitness and diet, eating clean, avoiding foods high in sugar. I'm so addicted to it, says Kathy Gretchen. I lack self discipline for losing weight and exercise. I always have, and I hate it. Mm. We also got things like drink less, getting time in the morning to spend quiet time with God. We've got just being more productive, waking up early so you can be more productive. And my favorite, regulating time on Facebook. Damon said that, which is another one of my things. Yeah. It's just my phone in general. And I think social media may be more specifically. Getting sucked into the vortex of distraction by the phone and down the rabbit hole. When you pick up your phone, you're off onto 3 million different tangents that you never really meant to go to. Yeah. And Lene, is your still organization? Mine is still organization. I want to have my home decluttered, my life decluttered. I want to get rid of things, purge things, 
whether they're physical things or stuff that I'm doing, like you said, even getting distractions, that I don't need purging that from my daily life. That's my particular hang up. Okay. We want to encourage those who want to clear out that stuff to get that home and office organized, get your body healthy, start feeling good again. Some people it's just focusing in general, focusing on what you want to achieve in life and taking that time to pursue it to get to that next level. We talked a lot about balance yeah. in, in our various podcasts, you know, staying balanced, trying to remove things from your life or people from your life that are <laughs> negative or harmful or not necessary so that you have more room for the good things to come in, being on time, <laughs> being intentional, being more spiritual, being more loving. We want to be cheerleaders for that today. Right. And all of these little mini habits that you're talking about goes into the one bigger habit of being happier and more productive. Okay, so... Another website that I found while I was eating my crackers, um, (laughs) it's called Strive. Self-discipline, it's the real secret to success. If there was ever a true magical ingredient to achieve success, self-discipline would be it. Andrew Carnegie, one of the richest men in modern history, commissioned a man named Napoleon Hill. You maybe are familiar with these people. To seek out the richest and most successful people across the land in the early 20th century. Can you guess what the common denominator was in Napoleon Hill's decades-long study of what led to success? If you guessed self-discipline, you're right. Hmm. And we're not just talking about financial success. We're talking about happiness. And this happened to be financial success. I would have thought like courage or something like that. But I like the fact that self-discipline, because that's probably even more attainable than something like courage, you know, Yeah, (laughs) for for the average person, right? You would think, but how come it's not? I think it is for certain people have self-discipline for certain things and not for other (laughs) things. Right, right, right. Yeah. I can tell you, Sandy, the health aspect and the fitness part to a degree. You can give me advice. You have been giving me advice. Yeah. But then I am a total baby when it comes to, (laughs) to my own, which is the decluttering and organization. I do have some aspects. Yeah, I'm, it's not like yeah, you live in somewhere. Yeah, you know, you're, we're going to go to hoarders. And we're going to see, see on the TV show. Yeah. No, it's not like that. It's just that there's lots of room for improvement for right. me to get it together better. I don't know. I feel like this podcast is just our own little self-help interactive little session because I love the fact that you reached out and we're getting the responses back from Facebook. People are interacting and telling what theirs, and you're finding a lot of similarities, right? I'm finding a lot of similarities and a lot of frustration. Yeah. And I wonder about self-discipline. And one of the things that I was uncovering is that, and I guess I understand this, it's not like any big revelation, but self-discipline isn't something that we're born with. It's something that we have to learn. Yeah. Some people are brought up in different environments. Some people have very negative environments, negative input. It has sometimes to do with self-esteem. It has to do with fear of failure. There are a lot of other things that go into it. It's not just people being lazy, although we can be. I'm not going to say that that's not true sometimes, but we can't delay gratification. Oh, that cookie looks real good right now. I'm not thinking about the wedding I have to go to that I promised myself I was going to lose five pounds for. You know what I'm saying? And it's that part where human nature is, I guess, based for pleasure seeking, getting what you want on a short term basis, Mm. whereas self-discipline is getting what you want and need on a more long-term basis. Right. And it and you feel that pinch. So what are we going to do about this? Maybe we can think of some hacks or some strategies, tips, whatever you want to call them, to make some of these things a little bit easier. 
how about this? What if we make it like a game? Like one of us just throws out a problem and the other one throws out a tip. Okay. You know, like the tip game. The tip game. Let's or the hack that. game. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Life hack tip game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You go first with a problem. You mentioned someone who wrote that they have trouble starting their mornings off with designated prayer time. That's the problem. All right. There's an app for that. Whether you want to get Bible verses or whether you want to get positive quotes, there are a million and one different apps that will send you text messages, that will send you emails, however you want it, to remind you to sit down and reflect. How about that? I like that. That starts off your morning good. What about people who struggle with being chronically late? They can never be on time. Even though... I am not very good at being on time right now. I have tackled this before successfully in my life, and I need to apparently retackle it. <laughs> but I would just kind of tell myself to be somewhere a half an hour early or 15 minutes early. Like if I needed to be at a meeting or I was meeting somebody for coffee at 11 a.m., I would tell myself in my mind, 1030. You know, of course, in the back of your mind that it's 11 a.m., but you have to convince yourself, okay, I got to be there at 1030 because 1030 Sandy time is really 1045 real time. Yeah, it's kind of like flipping it in your brain and giving a little trick for yourself, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's the only, <laughs> only that thing that's cushion. ever worked for me. Yeah, because you need that cushion because anything could pop up. And that's what makes people That's late. what makes people late. And I think we've talked about this before is we kind of underestimate how long things are going to take. We don't consider that there could be traffic somewhere. We don't consider that if we do answer that one last email before we leave to where we're going, it could take us a few minutes, even though maybe it should only take us five. We have to rewrite it 20 times because yeah. we don't like the way we said it. So, yeah. so they're 20 minutes later, you know, and then you're late. And your method, you've built in some space. I like that. What about, you know, me personally, of course, getting my home and office and life decluttered. So yeah, we talked about this in our procrastination podcast a bit, but starting at one little thing at a time, whether it's like a junk drawer or a closet and moving on from there. And then if you can't, cl you can't clutter it yourself. Well, apparently you can clutter it yourself. <laughs> I can do that part. <laughs> Whether it's watching Marie Kondo and her magic or actually hiring somebody to come in and help you do it. There are people that are professional organizers that are very good at their craft. Okay, I'm going to actually take an action step to hire a professional organizer. Okay, so flipping it around, if I ask you questions, and I guess I have one big concern. Maybe you have some tips for me on staying healthier. Okay, so although I am not an MD. And although I'm not necessarily, um, I don't have a degree in this, I promise you, I have talked to so many people and really concentrated on things. And I even have a cousin who told me she said it best, because there's a few different areas. There's like the food area, the exercise area, and then the emotional area. As for diet, my cousin was telling me, Lene, don't take the fun out of food and eating and cooking. You don't want it to be some monotonous, sad process, you know, to be healthy. <laughs> and it may take a few Google recipe searches or things like that. But just try to add some different choices and mix it up and liven it up. Keep it fresh and spicy, you know, like a love life, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with your food choices so that you don't get in a rut. That's one of it. I like a, I do 
have a problem, though, when you're looking for things online, and tell me if you found this, you can't even just like Google a recipe anymore. It always goes to somebody's blog page where they spend like 15 minutes telling you about how their grandmother used to cook this. <laughs> and, you know, and then you scroll down, finally, there's the recipe. Or how about then kick it old school and just go in the grocery line. And when you're about to go out, they've got those a million different little southern cooking or whatever type of magazines and just grab a magazine I'm not gonna a healthy read a magazine. one yeah no oh no a magazine that just has recipes for healthy I'm not going to pick up paper oh then I'm going to send it to you I'm going to tear it out of a magazine and leave it on your doorstep <laughs> no I'll find recipes I get your main point is to keep it fresh and lively and, and there are fun. a million ways to find recipes nowadays that okay. are healthy yes All right. Exercise, same thing. Mix it up with a change of scenery sometimes even. Don't just be like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym, work out in the gym. Sometimes you might want to pair that workout or power walk out in nature, not just on the treadmill, but, you know, depending on the season, you can go out. I saw this the other day on Instagram. Sincerely, Mrs. Mommy, she's someone that I follow. She was working out at a beautiful park like just the park with a group of moms. They had their little babies in the strollers and they were doing squats off the side <laughs> of the stroller. They were doing push-ups off the side of the picnic tables, all kinds of things just to make their workout a little bit more fun. And exercising alongside one another gives you the whole boost and gives you the accountability for success. I love that. That's very cool. Yeah. And then the last thing, of course, emotionally, give yourself some grace. We are all unique. We have unique body types. We have certain foods and certain exercises that work for us. What may work for me may not work for you. So don't get so into the fact that worked for them and not for me. Men tend to lose weight faster than women. So don't get yourself discouraged in a... You don't know, get in a competition with your husband. Thank you. Well <laughs> said, you know. And of course, just like you said with me with a professional organizer, same here. You might need a professional, a dietitian or a nutritionist to help you craft what's best for your body type and get you the best results. You're the type you always say there's an app for that. I'm sure there's an app for that type of stuff too. <laughs> oh, there's too. a million of them. So that is my take on fitness tips. But now the next piece of this is not just doing it, but sticking with it and making it a habit. That is the only thing that's going to make a truly lasting difference. That is so true. If you can push past, and we've talked about this in another episode, that 21-day rule, if you can get through that first 21 days of pressure and pain and dislike, then it can become a healthy, good habit. Right. If you can do something for 21 days... It gets ingrained and it becomes like a lifestyle habit more so. And there are other things to help you along with that. And one of the things I'm thinking is just taking away the temptation in general or doing whatever you can to take the temptations away. Don't have a lot of bad snacks in your house if you're trying to watch your weight. Yeah. Or I was watching this show the other day, which it was one of those ones where I had to tell my son to leave the room because he's only 14, but they were talking about some guy who's just cheating up a storm. They're like, well, where are you finding all these women to cheat with? <laughs> and he's like, oh, on Instagram. Oh. Okay, take that temptation away. Right. right. And he didn't want to, of course, but he's because he's in a committed relationship. That's the other whole part of this. But if you really want to preserve your committed relationship, pull yourself off of that Instagram live thing. That's what was messing him up. And like you said with the crack, even though you did try to do healthy ones, you know, try to limit what you 
put around yourself. Exactly. When put you go to the grocery store, don't walk past the ice cream. If well, <laughs> Yeah, don't even say ice cream. I know, I know. And that was another one. Like Kathy, one of our Facebook commenters, I, I know from past experience commenting with her on Facebook that she has a particular weakness for ice cream, which I also share. So I don't know what it is about ice cream. Well, there's another one, too. I have now have a policy where I don't want to try anything that you think is delicious. So if you say, oh, you know, this new brand of ice cream is just so good, you got to taste it. No, nope. I'm not going to taste it <laughs> if I don't it ever want to want it. <laughs> That's right. You don't need to have something else yeah. that you're craving. It's so funny. I was thinking about a lot of people continually have diet issues, health issues. They always want to strive to be better. But I didn't used to really have it that much. Or I used to be able to be better disciplined. And it used to be in my mind, it's just like, that's not a food I eat. I don't eat candy bars. I don't eat that. I don't eat that. And I had that mindset. Of course, this is years ago. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. But everything you're saying, though, there, I have two answers. Once again, now this is a weird one. I just heard recently that every three weeks, you get brand new taste buds. And if you heard it sound on the internet, it must be true. Now, this was a person who told me, and they're not a doctor or anything, but but let's assume <laughs> that they're correct. Okay. That every three weeks, your taste buds change or kind of do a turnover process. Yeah. And once again, that 21 days that you can take away from a certain salty or sweet food or something like that, then when you come back, you won't really need that sweetness anymore. Your body will have adapted. And it'll taste maybe too sweet or too salty. I have heard people that do a sugar elimination, or maybe you could just cut sugar out at least partially. Yeah. I am probably not going to be able to ever go back to the mindset of, I just don't eat that. Although, I guess if I did it once, could I? That's another one of those quotes that found this wonderful quote. This is by Aristotle. How can you go wrong? (laughs) We are what we repeatedly do. So excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Okay. And just practice it, practice it. And also watch those thoughts too. Don't sell yourself short and say that you are already out for the count, that you won't go back to that old way. Maybe use it as incentive that you can go back to that former way. Okay, well, that's the whole point in this podcast is that we're going to help ourselves and other people. Self-discipline is a learned behavior and a skill that requires daily practice and repetition. Even if you can just set smaller goals. Like, I promise I'm going to get out and wake up just 15 minutes early. And even if I only walk for 10 minutes or get on the elliptical for 10 minutes or do something. Make attainable goals. Attainable goals. Make attainable goals. Keep reminding yourself of the benefits and understand that it's not going to be easy at first. It does take that practice. It's not as fast as you might like. I don't know if you've ever seen that commercial. I love this commercial. It's, it's actually, of all things, for like pneumonia vaccine. But it says, what if you could eat one piece of broccoli to keep the cancer away? And then they have this lady eating one piece of broccoli. And what if you could do one push-up to keep heart disease away? And this guy does one push-up. And I always think, yeah, what if I could do one good stomach crunch and be like a dress size slimmer. (laughs) (laughs) I think we'd all be doing it. We all would do that. And we know that that's not the case. I urge you to just give it the three weeks and try to be inspired by things that you see around you. This is not just about fitness. This is about everything. This society loves 
redemption stories. That's okay? true. The movies that are popular are always the ones where like you have the underdog and they rise up. Rocky is something that's decades old, that mm-hmm. movie. He was going nowhere and then he ends up having to fight the world heavyweight champion and he had to train his body and train his mind and get his confidence level up. And I do know that this was just in a two to three hour period <laughs> right. movie, but we definitely don't solve all of our problems in two to three hours. But we love that. And the part as far as self-discipline, you know, in Star Wars, the good guys had to use self-control. The force. The, the force. But they had the force, Lene. Yes. We don't we, have the force. We might have the force. Just need a little more <laughs> self-discipline. <laughs> no mind control if you can't get self-control. And like the Lion King, we were kind of talking about earlier how you said that it's not necessarily that people are just lazy. There are other factors at play. But when Simba did kind of go off and he was living Hakuna Matata every day and just eating bugs and chilling out and doing whatever and acting a little bit on the lazy side, it was refreshing to see that he got that jolt. He got that jolt and he realized that he needed to ditch all of that. He needed to step up, go back to his kingdom, use his courage and his self-discipline and his strength and his wisdom to clear out those hyenas that were acting all crazy. (laughs) So sometimes you got to just step up and clear out the hyenas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, in your own life. (laughs) That's right. I've got many hyenas that I need to clear out. I'm thinking, though, that everybody has got their own different kinds of hyenas, right? There are so many things. That's why I really want people to focus in on what theirs is. If it's to be more intentional, if it's to watch their temper, the way that they talk to their loved ones, the way that they speak their inner dialogue to themselves. I have another quote. Self-discipline begins with the mastery of your thoughts. If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. Start with the thoughts. Because once you hear something coming in that is off, like, you know, I'll never be able to try to cut it off. Practice that too. Practice cutting that off right then before you can even get the whole thought. I'll never. I know. <laughs> Stop it. You know? Yeah. Pull that one back and try to replace it. This whole idea of positivity, that's such a buzzword now. It's because we don't naturally in human nature have all the positive thinking mindsets down pat. So we do need to read positive things, listen to positive things, whether it be podcasts or books or listening to lectures, anything to try to retrain our own mindset and get that mode that lets us know we can do this. And (laughs) rewarding yourself for each little victory. Yes. Don't just think, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds or I want my whole home to be spotless by Tuesday or whatever. Mm -hmm. Little things. Like, and I think that we've talked about this in other podcasts, maybe before, just celebrate the small victories, even if it's a choice hey, I decided to eat an apple instead of going for ice cream. Even if it's that one little victory, every time you make a choice, you're helping to build a habit. There are so many ways to come at this. The biggest takeaway, I hope, is that aspect of retraining your mind, putting yourself in situations where you do get positive affirmation. I also know that social media can be good or bad, but when you're using it for good, and this is one I think I've shared before also, in the morning, one of the first things I do is check Instagram. I have two different 
accounts, though. But I look at the one that has all the positive quotes, <laughs> the kind of good morning, let's start ourselves off right. God is with you. You can do anything. What is that? Ed Milet had one the other day. You're only one decision away from a whole new life. Yeah. There are so many beautiful things that happen when you start your day like that. Or you're laughing at Spice Adams. I love Spice Adams. <laughs> oh, my goodness. His The other day was stepping out Monday morning, and he's got this ridiculous lavender suit on. I love his outfits. <laughs> and these lavender shoes. <laughs> and he is strutting his stuff on out of the garage that morning. How do you not start your day off great that way? So starting your day off with something positive, whether it's quotes, with a little bit of laughter, that's is feeding right into our self-discipline and our motivation and feeling good about ourselves. And here's another one. And we talked a whole time about forgiveness. What about, this is forgiveness on a smaller scale. Yes. Little F forgiveness. Forgive yourself when you make mistakes and you eat those crackers. And you fall behind a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or your home's still cluttered. You really haven't done anything. Or, you know, just because you've been busy. Why continue to beat yourself up? It doesn't make it it's any not better. Help, no. So in those cases, give yourself grace, dust yourself off, try again. <laughs> That's right. Pick yourself up yeah. and move along and have a vision, too, maybe of the end. While we don't want to say, OK, by next Tuesday, my entire house is going to be decluttered. Maybe you do have a vision of what it is going to look like. So many beautiful things. I feel like time to give a few little takeaways. I'm all ears. Number one. Because we're all different, we have different ways that we can attack this. You can take baby steps, or you can just go straight cold turkey. Mm. You can get help from a friend, like you do on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and get a lifeline, or try to do it all by yourself. Or you can use resources, counseling if necessary, depending on how big of an issue we're really dealing with. Books, podcasts, inspirational stories, that whole Instagram positivity. Make sure that you go through and delete the ones that or don't follow the folks that are spewing out negative things. Follow the ones that are spewing out positive things. Yeah, it's your Instagram feed or Facebook or Twitter or whatever on social media. Take that stuff out of there that is not helping you. That may be someone's goal right there too. You know that part about removing things from your life that are no longer serving you and replacing it with things that are. So you swap that out. Just make sure you focus on doing your right thing, because we are rooting for you. We do have our own issues that we're dealing with as well. And Sandy and I did kind of agree we're going to try to partner and do a better job of helping each other. So overall, imagine yourself grasping hold of enough self-discipline to focus in and make those beautiful changes that you've been wanting to make in your life and staying on that path that leads to those magnificent changes. Thanks for listening. We love to hear your feedback and how you're doing and what your struggles are. Hit us up at imagineyourselfpodcast.com where you can connect to our social media or send us an email. Until next time, we have something new to imagine. Take care and here's to a great 2021.